Hey guys, welcome back to Bring Your Own Baggage. I'm your host Justine and I'm here to talk about mental health and body image on college campuses from the perspective of a college student. These struggles are much more prevalent than you'd expect and I'm here to let you know that you're not alone. Hey guys, so welcome back to BYOB. Um, Today we're talking about sleep hygiene and as you guys know, I have been dealing with nocturnal panic for the past month or so now. I don't know, it feels like forever, too long. Um, But I'm thinking that was because Trump was the president, so now that Biden is the president-elect, my nocturnal panic will be cured um, because I don't have to worry about the downfall of our country. So, for those of you who don't know what sleep hygiene is, um, it is things you practice to create good, consistent, uninterrupted sleep, and all this information will be coming from the Sleep Foundation. So, sleep hygiene is important because it promotes better in physical health, and a lack of sleep actually leads to memory issues, mood changes, trouble concentrating, greater risk for accidents that result in serious injury, weakened immunity, high blood pressure, risk for diabetes, risk of heart disease, and low sex drive. So sleep hygiene involves improving your environment and your habits every day, and signs of poor sleep hygiene are a hard time falling asleep, experiencing frequent sleep disturbances, suffering daytime sleepiness, um, and an overall lack of consistency in sleep quality or quality. Quality or quantity can also be a symptom of poor sleep hygiene. Alright guys, I'm just going to apologize ahead of time for my audio because my mic was not connected properly, which I did not realize until after we finished recording. Um, but I'm trying to record with two USB mics on one Mac, which apparently is near impossible, but I don't want to buy a audio interface yet, so I'm you know, just waiting for that ad revenue to come in. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, sorry about it. It's a little quiet. Hey guys, so today, as I said before, we have a very special guest. Um, it's my friend Kristen. Kristen is a third year majoring in psychology, which is the best major and a perk of having a friend with the same major is that we've had a class together since the beginning of second year, and we now have three classes together this semester, so we've got to spend a lot of time together. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> um, that is not your cue to enter. So. Oh, me. Start over. <laughs> Kristen has some of the cutest puppies ever. That is her defining quality. Um, and we met at Sikkim. Uh We lived in the same house, and I knew I wanted to be friends with her when she rolled down the sand dunes at Jockey's Ridge. <laughs> video montage I was making for that week. I had to do it for the video, but you know, <laughs> I sand up my butt crack for the next three days. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. My heart rate is still so high because, guys, it took me an hour to park. <laughs> I drove to Kristen's house, which is like five minutes away from mine, and I could not figure out how to parallel park. So I would like start to like to inch the butt of my car back, and then a car would come behind me, and I'd freak out and just leave. <laughs> so I did a U-turn like twelve times around the apartment. Um, and then I finally found a spot, and but then I had to run after this group of like five girls to ask them if they thought where I parked was legal, and drag them back to where my car was parked, and then walk in the same direction as them after. So it was horrible. I should have just walked. I'm trying to just not laugh into this mic, but. <laughs> Alright, so now you have a little bit of background as to who Kristen is. So we're gonna get into personal experience now. So. Kristen, what led you to explore more about how to practice good sleep habits? Yeah, okay, well, first year 
it was one of those things so in high school I convinced myself that I needed 10 hours of sleep every single night otherwise become like a psycho person <laughs> and so I came to college where that's obviously not possible and so it was like I'd go to bed and I'm like okay this needs to be the best night's sleep ever to make up for the fact that this is nowhere near 10 hours except I'd lay down and then stare at my ceiling for a while and then my roommate would have like her desk light on which is not a bright light at all I'm like oh my gosh is the light getting brighter like did she turn on the main room light like did the sun come up No, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, I think there are literally somebody shining flashlights into my eyeballs right now. (laughs) And so I started trying different things to improve my sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. And so that led to me downloading the one free app that I could find to have somebody read soothing stories to me. Except there was only one free story, so I listened to the same like 10 minute story before bed for like two weeks straight oh my gosh, what story was it I, I don't even know i think it was about like a monk on a mountain or something but yeah no i could probably recite it in my sleep because i was like half sleep and i was listening to it but that obviously wasn't a great thing so then i just started popping melatonin and then would text my boyfriend and be like okay i'm a drug addict and then go to sleep because i'd be like okay resorted to melatonin again guess Guess I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. And then just send him that chaotic text and go to bed. And he'd wake up in the morning and be like, oh my gosh, like, what? What is UVA doing to you? (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, no, actually. So then I decided that that might be an issue. (laughs) So because I realized that I signed a lease for a house the next year where I was going to be in a room with like three different people and I was like oh my gosh all of the lights for the room I was like I'm not gonna survive I was like okay so I either have to get used to like two hours of sleep or I should probably look for some better sleeping habits Mm. so I ended up going for the second one second (laughs) option seemed better (laughs) oh my gosh I can't imagine sharing a room with three people like, sharing a room with one person is hard, but I'm lucky because me and Jada, and also me and Emma my first year, we went to bed all at the same time. So, but then I also have started sleeping with a sleep mask. And, oh, guys, this is a plug. I wish this was sponsored. <laughs> I have a sleep mask that not only is, like, cushions, like, on my eyes, but it also has, like, micro, not microphones, like, little speakers in the ears. Whoa. So I can play white noise, and it's, like, surround sound. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I recommend. <laughs> Slightly extra, but that's okay. <laughs> so, how has actively practicing sleep hygiene habits improved your daily life? Yeah, just honestly being more well rested in general. So, getting past that idea of needing like a specific amount of sleep because yeah, I feel like that's yeah, no, that's pretty chaotic because then you end up looking at your phone, which majorly bad thing to do. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't don't just keep looking at the time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so getting out of that habit has really just improved the way that I look at sleep and the way that I go about my daily life because it's not like, oh, do I feel tired right now? Because I could sometimes talk myself into feeling tired if I only got like (laughs) seven hours of sleep, which isn't even that bad. And I'd be like, I'm probably exhausted. (laughs) And they'd be like, am I though? (laughs) Maybe it's just that I drink coffee every morning and that's a normal person thing. So yeah, really just changing my mindset and then going about daily life became easier because it's like oh no I can still hang out with people and then go to bed at a reasonable time and still be of stable mental health yeah 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 honestly six seven hours in college that's so good um 
I think you need to go into this story, though, because one of the <laughs> only bullets Kristen has under this question is <laughs> all red eyes. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. In high school, if I didn't get enough sleep, my eye would turn red, which it probably still does that now. It just doesn't happen as often. So maybe it was, like, also part of my craziness <laughs> that it would just, like, spring out of me. But it'd be, like, a red vein in my eye if I didn't get enough sleep. And then I'd come downstairs. My family knew that it messed, like, to mess with me about it. And so my brother would call me old red eye anytime. <laughs> I, yeah. Anytime my eyes started to get red because he wanted me to like, be bothered by this. So I'd come down the stairs in the morning, like already self-conscious about my eye. And be like, oh, oh, red eyes awake. <laughs> and then they'd be like, everybody stand back. Like, she can go off at any minute. <laughs> so this, this is where my unhealthy sleep habits developed out of, clearly. <laughs> so... The fear of being called old red eyes. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so interesting that only one of your eyes got red, though. Yeah. Because people's like, eyes get bloodshot when they don't get enough No, sleep. it was just, just one, eye. one eye. Yeah, no. And it was this whole thing. Like, I stopped wearing mascara and everything because I was like, maybe I'm allergic to my mascara and that's why it's red. And my mom was like, well, maybe you just do drugs and don't tell me about it. <laughs> I was like, no, I promise. She I was like, Mom, I promise I'm, I don't do that. And so, yeah, it was this whole thing. But finally, I realized it was the sleep. So then out of paranoia, I would sleep for 10 hours every night. I'd be like, well, I didn't finish my homework, but looks like I need to go to sleep because I might as well get a zero on this assignment oh. and not have a red eye. So. You're like, oh, it's, yeah. like it's already 830. I need to <laughs> No, exactly. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, 845? I can't. I can't. Might as well stay up the whole night. Like, oh, my gosh. So what do you do to practice good sleep hygiene? Yeah, so like I said, with the clocks thing, that's a fat no. So that was something that I really had to work myself out of, that idea of like falling asleep to Pinterest and mm -hmm. then constantly looking at the clock and like, I don't feel tired yet. Like, why don't I feel tired as I'm staring at my phone? <laughs> so really just working myself out of that habit and recognizing that like, oh no, I need to like actually slow down my routine before bed. Um, and I started doing something where I, if I'm stressing about certain things, then just getting those thoughts out and then accepting that I won't be able to do anything about it as I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So I've tried different things with that. And I think it's more of a personal thing. What works best for you? A tip I got out of one of those like guide to being a girl books or something <laughs> that you get when you're 10. <laughs> they told me to act like there's a little box in my mind and just stream all those negative thoughts into the box and then tidy it up before bed. So, you know, props to them for teaching that. Oh my but, gosh, they're like, only yeah. girls can get good sleep. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Points. Yeah, guide to how to survive. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've progressed to more like writing something down on a sticky note if I'm stressed about it and be like okay I do need to actually get that assignment done like write it down on a sticky note and then shove it away I can figure it out in the morning mm -hmm. but just recognizing that like not everything needs to be stewing in my mind as I'm yeah. going to bed yeah. and then also recently for a project for one of my classes actually oh. I'm yeah working to improve my sleep schedule by not looking at screens for 30 minutes before bed mm -hmm. which I feel like has also been healthy because still kind of sucking into Pinterest at this <laughs> point in my life. <laughs> so, it's so hard to do, though, to not like, yeah. wow. <laughs> no, so 
for some people I gotta send like my goodbye text <laughs> it's like all right off the grid like we really don't care but that's okay but yeah so that's something that I'm currently working on trying to get in the habit of not being focused on screens and like actually getting into that winding down routine mm-hmm. so yeah yeah last year I feel like is when I really started thinking about sleep hygiene because I lived in an apartment where everything just echoed and so like me and Brooke were on a very different sleep schedule than our other two apartment mates so we would go to bed at like 10 p.m <laughs> and then they'd come home and make dinner at like 11 30 and I just remember <laughs> That's when I really needed my eye mask speakers built in. I just remember blasting my white noise. And then, like, every time, like, my white noise would stop. Because it was on a timer for 30 minutes because I thought I could go to bed by them. I'd, like, have to, like, open my phone up and start it over. And every time I did that, I would see the clock and I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And that's when I also started using melatonin. I actually... I don't take melatonin anymore, but last year, since I Brooke got me into melatonin, because she had these melatonin gummies, because she can't swallow pills. <laughs> She's not even on this episode, and you're throwing shade at her. <laughs> she had these melatonin gummies, and they tasted so good. So, I would just pop a few of those, and I think it was the placebo, because the first time, like, I took, and like, five seconds later, I was like, whoa, I'm like, so tired, and Brooke was like, it's literally been 10 seconds i was like no i think i'm gonna sleep right now <laughs> is this what a trip is called <laughs> is this what this looks like? like i'm literally fighting fatigue right now and she was like stop being so dramatic you just took two gummies <laughs> oh. yeah but that's when i realized that i can't just you know rely on my white noise and melatonin even though they did help me i needed to think of a better like comprehensive plan of how to create a better sleep environment yeah, so finally, last question is, how do you consistently work these behaviors and habits into your life when you're busy? Yeah, that's a hard one. I find myself on some nights just being like, okay, time to give up. There's no hope. <laughs> so that's my advice. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, but no, it is really hard when you're just day-to-day busy things. But I found that even if I am stuck working working late at night or something, having tea and just getting into that mindset of winding down mm-hmm. genuinely helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely getting into the right mindset. And then when I go to brush my teeth, it's like, okay, this can be my time where I'm not on my phone. Like, I can start thinking about going to bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not two minutes. Like, <laughs> do you not? <laughs> Okay, new advice of the podcast, please brush your teeth for two minutes. And then you can even throw some floss in there and really be looking good. But in all seriousness, yeah, when you're busy, there's just certain times where you have to make time for it and be like, okay, decompression right now and set yourself limits. Be like, okay, I know that this project is due halfway through the day tomorrow. I can still go to bed at a decent time tonight wake up tomorrow and work on it and just setting those parameters in your life and prioritizing going to sleep at a decent time I think is really important yeah that's so true and I feel like this is a common theme of all the stuff we've been talking about like when me and Sydney talked about the self-love episode just like making time like intentionally to journal and do affirmations and stuff is kind of similar to that 
<laughs> all right, guys. So now we're moving into the portion of the podcast where we're going to talk about some advice. And all of this advice is found from the Sleep Foundation. So the first piece of advice we have for you is to create a pre-bed routine that you do every night. So for me personally, I like drink tea around 8.30 p.m. and then I don't do work past 10 p.m. And then I usually go to bed around 11. So like at 8.30 is when I kind of begin winding down, but I'll like still be doing work. Um, and, but then after 10 p.m. I'm like, I'm not going to get anything done because I'm t- usually tired. So that's when I go to bed. Um, and just allows time to decompress between doing work and sleeping and it's also not great to go straight from work to sleep because this can cause stress from just like thinking about the assignment that you're doing or the other assignments that you have and then stress obviously equals no sleep um so the next piece of advice is to have a fixed wake-up time so i wake up anytime between 5 30 and 7. girl what <laughs> that is not normal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so just like waking up at the same time consistently, even on weekends, is really helpful because you feel more rested when you have a consistent sleep schedule. And like when I wake up around like 9, 10-ish, I like feel sluggish and tired for the rest of the day. Do you see how I changed that? Because Yeah, now I'm... you're self-conscious. I want the world to know that originally it was when she wakes up between 8 and 9 that she feels sluggish. So <laughs> yeah, she's so weird. <laughs> just in you, I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, oh look, see I was looking out for myself, like having a fixed wake up time doesn't have to be early, and if you're like Kristen, you can wake up at like 2 to 3 p.m. <laughs> I, I wake up at a normal time, not too early, not too late, just right, you know, Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like even if you wake up at like 10 to 11 every day, that's perfect, as long as you're keeping that consistent. All right. So then another thing that we've been talking about is that idea of prioritizing your sleep and thinking about it as an investment into yourself um, and just knowing that that'll benefit you in the long run because it'll decrease those negative effects that we've talked about and just that constant level of stress. Mm -hmm. So some advice with doing that and ways to prioritize your sleep is dimming your lights and just keeping low lights in your room because that can decrease the melatonin production or decided to say this line and then she just fumbled it. I did. I'm I like, just wanted to sure. sound smart. <laughs> so <laughs> also make sure that you dim your lights because bright lights uh can decrease your melatonin production, which can then obviously make it harder to fall asleep. Yeah. So. Exactly. I got something called a nebula light and I highly oh. recommend it. It's like a galaxy projector thing. I mean, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> what me and Jada will do is like around 10.30ish, like right before we go to bed, we'll turn on the melatonin and <laughs> we'll turn off the nebula light and turn off the other light. So it's literally just like the blue like ocean light, but then like the green like laser lights. So it's very relaxing and it's much better than the harsh overhead light. Wow, catch me with a sleeping bag at your <laughs> floor tonight. <laughs> you don't even have to know I'm there, <laughs> but I want to experience that. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> 
Also cultivating good daily habits. Getting that sunlight in. Guys, it is Corona time. <laughs> that is a hard thing to do. Um, but getting that sunlight in and having that be a key component in your circadian rhythms. <laughs> so it's really important to just make sure that you get in that habit so that way it's then easier to fall asleep later. Also, this was an interesting fact that I didn't know before this podcast, but exercising early, as in like before 2 p.m., can be really good for your sleep too, which I tend to work out at really random times. So this will definitely be something that I need to incorporate into my sleep schedule too, because rigorous exercise circulates endorphins into the body, which may cause dif- difficulty initiating sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing and something that I wasn't aware of before this. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that either until I was doing a little research into it. And I remember I used to work out, like, before I went to bed because I was like, oh, I'm, like, going to be tired from it. Yeah. But I would be tired, like, while I was exercising and then I was <laughs> being, like, the energizer bunny. Like, yeah, but just going back to the idea of cultivating daily habits and the importance of getting sunlight, we are recording this at 5.30 right now and it is, like, pitch black dark outside. Yeah, no. It's, it's so sad. It's time for bed, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to walk back to my car, and I don't even remember where I parked, because I just parked in such a panic. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, and then as soon as you get home, it'll be time for you to go to bed, because, you know, 5.30 wake-up calls. Okay, so lastly, we have tips to improve your sleep environment, because that's as important as all the habits you're building. So one thing is to lean on the cooler side, when you're setting the temperature of your room because it's much easier to fall asleep when it's a little colder so you can bundle up in your little blankets <laughs> um, when you're sleeping um block out the light with an eye mask um preferably with speakers in it or black out curtains <laughs> listen to white noise or earplugs to drown out any loud noises and i don't like actually listen to like straight up white noise like that shh you know that <laughs> 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 guys actually we're gonna be your white noise makers from now on so just just pause it here and then play this <laughs> i don't listen to like straight up white noise so like i listen i use headspace which also plug for headspace best app ever and they have like nature sounds they're called like mm. 3d nature sounds yeah so it feels like i listen to one right now it is called like rain at a temple or something like that <laughs> specifically <laughs> and it's literally like it sounds like rain falling and like people like walking around and like crickets chirping and birds like chirping and stuff like that mm. so it's interesting and i also used to listen to the headspace stories um which i wasn't like Kristen. i <laughs> didn't have the one free story to listen to <laughs> there are many stories but look guys i just because I pulled it up right now. Yeah. Everybody and look at this right now. Watch <laughs> your phones, download Headspace, pause the video, it's okay. <laughs> Catch up. Catch up with me. Um, but they have an entire sleep section, and so they have something called Sleepcast, and it's like storytelling. See, Temple Rain, this is what I listen oh, to. Oh, nice, nice. Um, Northwest, Northwest Rainforest, that's also a classic. But yeah, so they're great because they have like the nature white noise sounds in the background, but they also have someone talking, which I used to think that like, someone talking would be annoying when I was going to sleep, but it's nice to, like, focus on something, because mm-hmm. a lot of the times the reason why I can't sleep is because my mind is racing, and so having something to, like, listen to in the background and just, like, focus on the story that they're telling is really nice, and they usually do some, like, wind-down exercises before, which is also really good. Headspace also has free wind-down exercises, and so does Calm, 
um, that you can do. And it's basically just like a body scan, um, deep breathing, all that good stuff. So yeah. doing that before bed would be good. Um, yeah, so then the last step to improve your sleep environment is to use calming scents. And I personally put lavender oil on my pillow because I'm bougie um, when I'm going to bed because it relaxes me. <laughs> I'm bougie. <laughs> I'm like me with my $2 Amazon lavender oil. <laughs> lavender oil? Like, what is it? Like the sleep helmet? I think the white noise, lights blazing. It's like a super fancy gloving event or something. Oh Who knows? Oh, I'm like, I'm an elite sleeper. Yeah, no, this is how you prioritize sleep, guys. Like, take notes. <laughs> all right, so that is all the advice that we have for today. Um, in conclusion, download Headspace. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor. <laughs> Who doesn't pay anything? I know that prioritizing sleep and intentionally creating a healthy sleep environment is super hard, especially in college, because we have roommates, hallmates, I don't know. <laughs> study like work to do <laughs> i thought you were just gonna go through a list of different mates <laughs> housemates apartment mates street mates <laughs> town mates state mates <laughs> isn't it annoying when people in your state are so loud when you're trying to sleep <laughs> so inconsiderate am i right <laughs> have you ever tried turning sheep before i have me too yeah it doesn't no. help yeah it's what's wrong with people yeah. that's yeah, no. Does that actually help anyone? I didn't hear any answers, so no. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it does. <laughs> if you've made it this far, please tell me if you've ever counted sheep and you sleep. No, literally, at one point in high school, I was like, okay, I don't feel like counting sheep, so I'm just going to count. And then I'd sit in bed like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I'd be like, why am I not asleep right now? <laughs> I just keep going, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> So like don't recommend father, that. Like, father just show their mom how fast they can count. Yeah. And then I forget numbers, skip around, oh. just like a toddler too. You know, forget how to count. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a low point in my life last year when I literally resorted to counting sheep. I remember sitting in my bed at like three in the morning and I was like, ah, one sheep, two sheep, three sheep. I'm just how disappointed I was how my life was turning out. <laughs> I'm gonna start like wheezing. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> no, don't worry, guys. If you're out there counting sheep, everybody's been there. It's it's rough, but <laughs> we support you. And Alright, well thank you so much for listening and make sure to tune in next week to BYOB. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>